0: obedience is the hallmark of commitment and you're only as committed as your obedience. Jesus said uh, you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. He said give me the blank check of your life and let me fill it in.
1: You're listening to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., senior pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us as we continue the message, Are You Ready to Serve? and Pastor, that is a great challenge that uh, we were just issued to give Jesus that blank check of our life and allow him to fill it in. Kind of scary, though. What what if you ask me to do something I don't want to do?
0: Yeah, and that's the part that commitment plays in this whole thing. You know, it's like... There are going to be a lot of times when we're not going to like what he wants us to do. I mean, take the whole giving aspect. 10% as a start? Yeah. No, I don't think so. In this economy, with the bills that I have amassed, oh, I don't think so. And so here now, am I going to walk in obedience to him or am I going to do what I want to do? Share Christ with the people on my job, with my neighbors the way they are. I don't think so. you know, yeah, honor my wife and lover like Christ loved the church. I don't think so. You see and so oh yeah, there's a whole lot of things that uh, the Lord says to us that initially it rubs us the wrong way. We don't like it. Um, but God works in us. And we understand that this is truth and that these things are the things that give us uh, a greater, deeper fellowship with him. And uh, we go through these circumstances of life that draw us in, teach us how to depend upon him. Uh, usually the mediums are the word of God in prayer. I, yeah. I was just telling our assembly uh, just uh, the previous worship service, listen. If you want to stand before men, you must kneel before God. And it's a basic principle. It's like I surrender to him and he's able to work through me to produce his fruit.
1: You ought to read John 15. What a powerful, powerful chapter that is. Well, I think some uh, may be tempted to hopefully write that down and do that after uh, today's broadcast. Uh, We're actually in James chapter 1 with this message. It's uh, called, Are You Ready to Serve? And Pastor, if we are going to be obedient to what Christ has called us to do, we are going to have to serve. He, He may call us to serve in different ways, but he is calling each and every one of us to serve, at least in some way, isn't he? Well, he's gifted every believer to serve in some capacity. So it's incumbent
0: upon us to discover our spiritual gift, uh, then to develop it if it's a developing gift, and to deploy it for the glory
1: of God. What if I don't know what my spiritual gift is?
0: Well, uh, you begin very simply by asking God. You know, the Bible says, uh, you have not because you ask not. And if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we ask according to his will, he gives us the petition that
1: we desire of him. So just ask him. Well, I wish we could talk about that more. But right now, let's get into James chapter one and continue this message. Are you ready to serve? Here is Pastor Ford.
0: This is the thing. You're never going to learn what God wants you to do by sitting on the sidelines. I don't know how to swim, but I have read a book on swimming. But it didn't do me any good. I know people who tell me, listen, all you got to do, all you got to do is just, you know, keep your head up. Well, see, that's a big problem with me, you know, because my head's always going under. And so they say, they say 98% of people float naturally. Then I'm in the 2% because as soon as I get in, boom, shaka locker, down to the bottom. And they say float and I you know, I get up and I say I tried <laughs> no get on your back man you crazy <laughs> if I couldn't float a uh, uh, face down I ain't floating no 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 when will I learn to swim when I get in the water now before my wife got sick she was teaching me how to swim man and so I was able to get in the water and I was able to keep my head up as long as it was three feet or less <laughs> And so, let me give you the lessons. Let me drop them so I can finish this. Here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. Lesson number one. Don't ever write anyone off. Do you, do you know what the disciples probably said? His own brothers. Look at you, I'm a disciple. His own brothers. You know, blah, 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 blah. Don't ever write anybody off. You never know who you're writing off. Uh, when, when President Obama became president, you know who he appointed uh, to the uh, religious, whatever that thing is, the position is? You know, Alvin Love, Pastor Alvin Love, over at Lilydale First Progressive. Wanna know why? Because when he was running for uh, committeeman of the seventh ward, Alvin Love is the only one who embraced him, opened up his door, let him come in and talk to people. And he never forgot it. And when he became president, he called him up. I'm appointing you over whatever that is, the, the religious, whatever, leaders, whatever it is. I said, you never know. And then I thought about it, guess what? He asked to come over here and speak. Yeah, he sure did. And you know what I told him? We don't do politics from this pulpit. Dang. <laughs> just kidding just kidding just kidding (laughs) so don't ever write anyone off number two no one is so nice they don't need God's grace and no one is so bad that they're beyond God's grace man we begin to realize what he has done He, he has he has cleaned us up now you have to ask yourself a question are you a vessel fit for the master's use Say, why, Pastor Ford? Because if you're not a vessel, then you're just an ornament. Vessel is used for something. An ornament just looks pretty. It's for show. That's all. You got to decide. Are you ready to serve? Well, do you understand? Your identification. Your identification. Number three. Number three. We don't ever know what God can do and will do in a person's life. This James is the head of the Jerusalem church. He heads the Jerusalem council uh, in uh, 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 Acts chapter 15. Lesson number four. Growth is dependent upon personal commitment. You determine how fast or how slow you grow in God. So he just had that fast forward growth. Shot past everybody in his commitment to Jesus Christ. And so that's his identification. Who are you? You're a child of the king. You are somebody. God led you here not just to learn, but to grow and to utilize what he's given you. See, don't, I, I, I was sharing with one of the brothers, uh, Elder Wallace, who's now at another church. When he came here some seven years ago, he said, uh, I want you to teach me how to preach. And I said, you know, I can't teach you how to preach, but I can sharpen your gift for you delivery and all that kind of stuff, teach you the basics of good sermon preparation and delivery, he said, okay, that's what I want. And he said, but I need to let you know I'm a hooper. I said, okay, you're a hooper. Okay, so why are you telling me that? He said, you'll know if you train me, I won't hoop here. So I said, well, if you don't hoop here, you can't preach here. Because God didn't send you here to become me. God sent you here for me to help you be you. And so if that's what you do when you preach, don't stop because you come over here. Now, I tell you, they're going to look at you. <laughs> and so if you need the affirmation of congregation to get yourself hooping, then you might as well not. <laughs> you ain't going to get in here. Yeah, that's what y'all say. And the first time Twyman came in here, I saw, I saw y'all. Y'all went back to your roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you. I saw you. I ain't gonna call his name. There's a the brother that was with me when he first came that was here 10 years. I ain't never saw that brother shout until Twyman started hooping. <laughs> 10 years. And I said something to him. I said, man, I said, I said, you know, I don't look around, see who's doing what, but I couldn't miss you. <laughs> and he was up, he was crying, tears was running down his eyes. I said that that touched you, didn't it? He said it did, man. It just took me back to how I grew up, man. I said, yeah, I hear you, man. I didn't grow up that way, so it don't do, it don't take me back anywhere, cause you know I was in the streets, man. I ain't grew up in church, so you know now when I see people out in the street smoking reefer, now that takes me back.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to tell truth. <laughs> I used to do that, yeah. Yeah, that make me cry too sometimes. (laughs) Uh, uh. And so, who are you? Who are you? Man, be who you are. Know that you were sent here for a purpose. We need you, not who you trying to be. Amen. 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 Paul said it this way. If the whole body were an eye, could you see it? Me, just one great big eye rolling down the sidewalk. <laughs> no, need you, we need you, we need you, we need you, we need you. We need you, we need you. And everything that you bring to the table. And let me say to those who have been here for a little while, remember, I tell you over and over again, new people are not an in intrusion. New people are in Infusion. Yes. So when they come with new ideas, don't be shooting them down. Nah, we got it how we want. Maybe that's maybe that's why your ministry ain't growing. Because you always doing what you always did, and you're always getting what you always got. Want something you never had, gotta do something you never done. I know what you're saying. Heal thyself, physician. Well, I am too. I'm going through the turnaround, too. I'm doing some things that's out the box for me. Yeah, it's like, it's like you'll never believe it. Went to a seminar, and uh, I'm, I'm talking about the turnaround. I'm in this, I'm in this seminar, and Fred Oberton is wearing it out. Then he says this. He says this. Now, remember, those of you who've been here know I just, said, I just said this almost verbatim three weeks ago. He said, those of you pastors who are trying to change your culture, and you're one of these, God has to tell the people what to do. I'm not. He said, that's crazy. I was thinking like, I just said that. I know you ain't calling me crazy. What's wrong with you, man? He said, he said, why would God have you in a place and not allow allow you to identify who's able to do something? I said, wow. He said, No, you know what it is. You know what it is that he said, What it is. I agree with him. But I did get it. I wrestled with it and I said, Man, okay. I just said three weeks ago, I've been here 34 years and I've never asked anybody to do anything. Okay, I'm just telling you, that's over. (laughs) That's all all I'm saying is over. I'm coming. I did it today at morning Bible study. I signed four people uh, to bring the prayer next week. Just bring us prayer. What should we do? I don't know. You bring in prayer. I don't know. I'm gonna do the same in here. Yeah, not today though. Look at them; they're just getting ready, grabbing their bags, getting ready to, just getting ready to run up out of here.
1: <laughs> I hope you're not going to go anywhere. We're going to get back to this teaching in just one moment. A message entitled "Are You Ready to Serve." If we've never connected before, I hope that you'll come to our website, treasuretruthradio.org, and that you'll uh, click on the links to Facebook and Twitter. Go ahead and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We'd love to be able to interact with you that way. You can also give us feedback by clicking on the contact link, asking a question, or just letting us know how Pastor Ford's teaching is making a difference in your life. Our website, treasuretruthradio.org. Again, here is Pastor Ford
0: second thing his identification here's the second thing his dedication are you ready to serve? Do you know who you are? Are you dedicated? He used the word servant, doulos. Now there are seven words translated servant or minister in the New Testament. This is the lowest. This is the most abject term. And so a person who was a doulos was the worst kind of slave. It was a slave. Let me just read the definition to you. Uh, it presents the slave in various aspects. He is one bound to his master. He is one who, who is in a permanent slave relationship that only death can break. And then he says, uh, but it, it literally means that we are tied to him forever because he can never die. And so it speaks of a person who is faithful. I mean, let, me, let me just give it to you. So it's faithfulness. Say, what are you talking about? It, it is, if you set a doula's free, and they wanted to be your slave guess what they had to do go and have somebody put a hole in their ear so they would be identified forever to their master and that's who we are that's who we are we're losses, and uh, we are those who are faithful to him and then conformity what, what do you mean a person who's a loss is not only faithful but they conform to the will of the master. Your will, thats all that matters. You know what their song is? Go ahead, say, what's their song? Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. While I am waiting, yielded and still. That's, that's, that's a doulos. Uh, yeah, the obedience is the hallmark of commitment, and you're only as committed as your obedience. Jesus said... Uh, you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. He said, give me the blank check of your life and let me fill it in. That's why you'll know you're obedient. Remember what he said? Why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say do? And so here it is. So he, And then here's the last part of a doulos. Humility. Fidelity, conformity, Humility. So that, so that, what, 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 what does commitment mean? Romans, some of you are preaching, some of the elders in here preached it because I remember hearing it. Romans 12, one through three. What does it mean to be truly committed to God? I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your renewable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. And then don't think of yourself more highly than you are. Verse one. It begins with the presentation of your body, verse 2, the transformation of your will. I mean, the transformation of your mind, uh, verse 2, and verse 3, the humiliation of your will. Presentation, transformation, humiliation. And so he says then that we ought to be humble. We ought to be uh, like my friend Pastor Tim. Whenever I say that's a good job, here's what he always says to me. I have done what I have been called and gifted to do, therefore I am an unprofitable servant. Wow. Wow. Paul said it this way. I am what I am. He did a pop out of Sailor man. I am what I am. By the grace of God. That was his spinach. So a doulos doesn't shout on Sunday and go to the boat on Monday. A doulos doesn't have one foot in the world and one foot in the church and going to split their pants on the way up when the rapture happens. So, his identification, his dedication. Here's the third, his affirmation. He says, I am a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember now, Lord, what's that? Okay, but I mean, Lord, what, what, was he, what is he as Lord? Deity, Jesus, humanity, Christ, sovereignty. Those three names, what does it mean? Lord, deity, Jesus, humanity, Christ's sovereignty and so he gives affirmation of the hypostatic union I got all kind of scriptures but you know it well and so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it Uh, but he says here here this is who I am this is what I'm about and this is who I serve and so he goes through and he says I belong to him now the word in Greek is idios say idios no not idiot idios He's saying, he's saying, I am Jesus's personal possession. Wow. Now, come on. Let me say this, and then then I'm going to wrap it up. I know you don't believe it. We we have some people in our church. Some of them are gone now. But like, for example, uh, Michael Jordan's sister is a member of this church. And uh so sometimes I'll go places and they'll say something like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I was with so-and-so. Where's you? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know, yeah, well, I don't know him, but so and I and I and I, and I just I, I just, you know, drop it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Michael Jordan's sister is a member of the church I passed. <laughs> she for real, for real. He ever come there? No. She there all the time. (laughs) Now, if you were James, come on now, let's be real. Come on, come on. If you were James, would you say James, a servant of of God in our Lord Jesus Christ? Or would you say, James, half-brother of the Lord of glory, lived in the crib with him, ate with him. As a matter of fact, slept in the same room that he slept in. when you you drop it something like that he doesn't man it's like this personal aggrandizement it only belongs to one person it only belongs to jesus christ wow you know when we look at this thing are you ready to serve you got to be committed to our lord and savior jesus christ yeah who who is he in chemistry he turned water to rind In biology, he was born without the normal conception. In physics, he disproved the law of gravity when he ascended into heaven. In economics, he disproved the law of diminishing return by feeding 5,000 men and women with two fishes and five loaves of bread. In medicine, he cured the sick and the blind without administering a single dose of drugs. In history, he's the beginning and the end. In government, he's the king of kings, the judge, the abdicate. In time, he's the ancient of days. He's everything that we need. Why can't we serve him are you ready to serve james just sets it up he says look you need to know this is all you need to do to be like i am you've got to know your identification you've got to have dedication and you need the affirmation about who you're serving so you don't need my okay you just need his okay is that okay okay father we thank you and we praise you for your grace and goodness to us Grant comprehension application for your glory in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, amen.
1: Amen, indeed. You're listening to Treasured Truth and a message called, Are You Ready to Serve? Really a look at James chapter 1. And if this teaching has helped make a difference in your life, or maybe a different series that Pastor Ford has preached, has helped you in your marriage to understand salvation or your finances, We'd love to know about that. You can share your story with us by coming to our website and visiting the contact page. Just stop by treasuredtruthradio.org and click on contact. And if you have a question, you can ask a question that same way. We'll make sure that Pastor Ford sees that, and who knows? We might answer that question on a future broadcast. Again, just stop by treasuredtruthradio.org. If you ever want to listen to this teaching again, you can do that at the website. We have programs there that you can download for free. You can also stream broadcasts through your computer or mobile device or order copies of this program on CD. Just come to treasuretruthradio.org. While you're there, I want to ask you to consider giving a gift. We are a listener-supported ministry, and that means we really do depend on your giving to sustain this ministry. It's those who have given faithfully in the past that have allowed us to be here today. And for us to continue this broadcast, we do need to hear from you not just with your words of affirmation or your questions, but also if you're able to give a gift that goes a long, long way. You can give online by coming to treasuredtruthradio.org and clicking on the link that says make a donation. That can be a one-time gift or an ongoing monthly gift. Just stop by treasuredtruthradio.org and again, click on make a donation. Well, thanks for giving and for listening. Thanks also to our producer, Amy Rios. I'm Steve Hiller. Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.